Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol two man car, Jess Romero, Paul Clay. Paul is on the other side of the United States. <laughs> Welcome, Paul. How are you, my friend? Jess, yes, good to be here from South Hi. Carolina. Out there, out there, knowing Paul Clay, trust me, he's out there evangelizing family members, not only visiting them, but the man is always giving people what I would call a bowl of soul. Amen. Amen. Brother. All right. So, uh, <clears throat> hey, uh, this segment is brought to you by 10 books. Go to vmpr.org, click on 10 books, logo to shop for all your Catholic book needs. Shop 10 books by clicking on the logo on your website. Also, the month of February is dedicated to the Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. This is an old school devotion that goes back, well, actually the Coptic Christians, the Eastern Catholics, this is a very old tradition of honoring the Holy Family that goes back to Egypt when, when the Holy Family fled there uh, uh, under, the, under the reign of King Herod. Also, when we, some of the things that we want to talk about today... I think you'll find quite interesting. We want to talk about a Democrat senator here in Arizona, state capitol. He's a Satanist. What? <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. You also want to talk also, about, uh, yeah, the Ho Hollywood's latest Christian bashing project. Uh, they seem to be propping up Islam against Christianity. Doesn't surprise me. And then we're going to talk about two incredible saints, Paul, as, you know, some, uh, some inspirational soul food. When you look at the lives of these saints, you say, unbelievable what the catholic yep. church produces when somebody gives themselves uh to to christ to prayer and to the sacraments right paul amen amen jess uh, and when we look at the lives of, of these saints we're going to see that you know the devil is constantly trying to get in and, <laughs> and destroy but god turns around and he <laughs> uses what the devil means for evil god causes for good so that's what we that's love that's right. Hey, I want to play a, a small little clip. It's a, only a little over a minute. There's a Democrat senator here in uh, Arizona, and uh, I just discovered doing some research that he's a member of the Temple of Satan, and he was on the, on the state capitol floor presenting the ministers and members of the Satanic Temple of Arizona like if these guys are upstanding uh, you know, citizens. I want you to hear... This uh, this Democrat senator, his name is Juan Mendez. I want you to hear him in your own words, and I've got some comments to make. Okay, uh, Paul, I, I I wrote him a letter, uh, and Rich Rich will play this on the next segment. What did you think when you wrote when you read the article? Uh, I mean, this is bold, Paul. We're having yeah. Satanists that are now Satan members of the temple of satan in politics that are now giving a forum and a floor to satanists on the state capitol what i mean yeah. all i could say is who has bewitched you foolish galatians who has bewitched oh, yeah. you juan mendez well just is this really a surprise to you it was just uh, i think it was last year that the the church of satan did they not consecrate the city of scottsdale or attempt to 
that's I right. remember you yeah. or yeah you yeah. you organized a protest against that and so when we see th that type of activity it's no surprise that um, some of them will try to infiltrate and make their influence known in the legislature and in this yeah. case and, and yep just you know this for fact we're basically at war we live yeah yeah christian era christendom has been uh i'll say uh taken apart segment by segment in our society and so this idea that the satanists push forward uh uh same thing with the freemasons right this equality this this idea that hey we need to have a a healthy respect for each other and everybody's to do what they want to do, see? But that freedom is apart from God. They don't want to be free under God. They don't want to be one nation under God, the one true no. God. They want the freedom to do whatever they want. That's right. Paul, I wrote him a letter and um, I've called up his office, left him a message, and I'm recommending mm -hmm. for other people to do so here in Arizona. And, uh, and, I just want to read what I wrote to him. Uh, I'll read a paragraph. You read the next paragraph, and we'll go through it. Uh, you got the letter in front of you. I sent it to you on your email. Uh, I'll, I'll pull it up. Okay. Right now. So here's what I I uh, emailed, and I sent a letter, and I called up Mr. Juan Mendez, who's the Democrat senator for the Tempe uh, out in Tempe's area. So I wrote to a Mr. Juan Mendez. I'm guessing that you were either a, Catholic, a baptized Catholic, Protestant, or Mormon through baptism. Wikipedia says the following about you: "Quote: Mendez is a Satanist and one of few Satanist and one of few Satanist politicians serving in the United States. Mendez gained national attention in 2013 for choosing." to open a house meeting with a secular speech rather than a traditional religious prayer. During his speech, Mendez quoted Baphomet. By the way, that's, an, that's a demon, mm. an Old Testament demon. Are you there, yep. Paul? You want to read the next paragraph that I wrote to him? Sure. As an American citizen, I don't find any reference to Satan in the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, nor in the Arizona Constitution. Our currency says... In God we trust. There is no mention of Satan. In fact, most of your constituents are either Catholic, Protestant, Mormon, Jew, or Muslim. It's Satan reprehensible and is regarded in our arch, as our arch enemy. Satan promotes everything that goes against the Judeo-Christian tradition and the Holy Bible. You have one. Uh, you have your own occult satanic Bible published in 1969 by Anton LaVey. The next paragraph, I'll, I'll read it, then you go. I wrote, the temple of Satan claims that killing babies through abortion is a religiously protected satanic ritual and is nonviolent. Members of the temple of Satan carry signs and shout at rallies, hail Satan. Lucian Greaves, <clears throat> uh, leader of the temple of Satan, said the majority of the members of the temple of Satan are transgender. They have after-school Satan clubs where students are indoctrinated by giving kids coloring books and babysit them until they're picked up by parents. Do you support this behavior? Wake up, Senator. None of this aligns with American values. Next paragraph, Paul. Yes. The building of the United Nations, it, uh, 
there is a Bible verse, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. Isaiah 2, 4. The Liberty Bell has inscribed, proclaim liberty throughout all the land to all the inhabitants thereof. It gets 25, 10. You have tarnished your office as a Democrat senator for Arizona. What arrogance. Your advocacy of the temple of Satan is a slap in the face to every Catholic, Protestant, Mormon, Jew, Muslim in your area. What utter disrespect you have shown for our Judeo-Christian American tradition. Every person of faith felt sick at your pandering to the temple of Satan and their members. Here's the warning to politicians who are filled with spiritual pride. Romans 1.22, while claiming to be wise, they became fools. Proverbs 14.12, sometimes the way seems right, but the end of it leads to death. You owe your constituents a sincere engraved apology. Continue, Paul, pick it up from there. Yes. Do you, Juan Mendez, an Arizona Democrat senator, condone the Temple of Satan hosting black masses, which are a mockery to the Catholic Church? Do you condone impure balls? Impurity. impurity. Excuse me. Impurity balls where they gather together on their conference at their conferences and have an orgy on Friday night in a designated hotel room. Do you condone your satanic leaders? Do you condone your satanic leaders wearing bishops' miters and an upside, crucif- upside down crucifix? You look at the schedule of the satanic conference held in 2023 at Boston, Massachusetts to prove your, my point. And then, and then you gave him a reference there so he can look it up. Right. Uh, then I, then I wrote, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Read it. You Satanists have infiltrated the democratic party. You prove that Satanists are working hand in hand with the Democrat woke left proven by this statement in the above article. Unlike the church of Satan founded by Anton LaVey in the 1960s, the satanic temple does not claim to be politically neutral and its congregants regularly meet to engage with political and public affairs, advance secularism and individual liberty. Let me just comment right here, Jess. So, so again, uh, they get in the door with establishing the church of Satan and then they take it a step further. The goal being, as you well know, Jess, is to transform society. Uh, Essentially, now that they have dismantled Christendom in the world, Satan is at work recreating the world in the image of the Antichrist. And so these, uh, these, this group purports, you know, that we'll, we'll continue on the other side of the break. This is important, folks, that we understand what the master plan of Satan is so that we can be ready to combat Amen. Stick around. We'll be right back. We'll pick it up on the other side. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, 
Dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911, two-man car. I want you to hear a one-minute clip of Juan Mendez as he's introducing his uh, fellow uh, co-religionist from the Temple of Satan in Arizona in the state capitol. Mr. Engineer, can you play the clip? Members, uh, I would like to introduce a group of Arizonans, uh, some from my district, but they have membership all across the state. They are here today to confront the arbitrary, tyrannical authority of religious persecution that's scheduled for government committee later on today. Uh, today, uh, members, uh, I want to introduce you to members. We, we are graced with the presence of ministers and members of the Satanic Temple of Arizona. Please stand today. Uh, they're at the Capitol today to fight for the rights of their more than 12,000 members of their de denomination and the rights of free speech and free exercise of all Arizonans. Uh, the temple practices non-theistic Satanism, divorced from superstition, without any belief in gods or devils. They practice the religious, uh, their, they practice the, re the religious values of compassion, justice, bodily autonomy, free speech, science, humility, and noble action. As an organized religion, they, they actively do outreach and community service and participate in public affairs where their issues might benefit, where the issues might benefit from their rational satanic insights. The mission of the satanic temple is to encourage belovedness and empathy among all people. They embrace practical common sense and justice. They are guided by their conscience to undertake noble pursuits that fulfill their religious values. Again, particularly of compassion and free speech. Members, I, I welcome them to the floor today. Uh, and we'll hear from them later on in the government committee. Thank you. So that was Juan Menzies. He's an Arizona Democrat senator. Uh, he's been, uh, he, and he just introduced and paid the highest respects for the Temple of Satan. What he yes. didn't mention was a whole lot of other things. Paul, do you want to pick up the next paragraph? And there I'm going to put a bunch of other things that he did not mention on the House floor. Okay, let's go back. It starts off here. I'll I'll grab it then. Just tell me when you're on. I I asked him on my letter. Do you do you Juan Mendez condone Satanists ripping a Catholic Bible and burning an American flag at their 2023 yes. Satanic conference? Satanists do unbaptisms at their events, which is a rejection and mockery and mocking of the sac of the sacrament of Catholic baptism. Their conferences are replete with upside-down crosses, a mockery of Christianity and pentagrams with goat's heads, which is a symbol of Satan. So let me get this straight, Juan Mendez. The temple of Satan's shtick is the mockery of Catholic Christianity. They're allowed to do opening invocations at political gatherings. The IRS has designated them as a tax-exempt religion. They perform religious rituals, but they're not a but they're not a religious organization. Quit gaslighting us, Mr. Juan Mendez. If it walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, if it looks like a duck, it's a duck. You have mm. crossed the Rubicon. You still have an opportunity to correct your errors in public and separate yourselves from the temple of Satan, just like the Dodger management agreed to separate themselves from the San Francisco Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence drag queens. You're going down a very dark path by advocating for these Satanists. Repent and turn to the Lord Jesus Christ while you still have time. Right now, mm. you're headed down the wide yeah. road that leads to eternal damnation. 
the real Amen. danger is not the passing of time, but using it badly, rejecting the eternal yeah. life offered by Christ. Wake up, sir. Don't hit the snooze button. Life is short. Eternity's forever. Wise men still follow him. Choose Christ while you still have time. Tomorrow's guaranteed to no one. Everything I stated about satanic practices that you condone and obviously as a member you participate in this debauchery is found in this article and I gave the URL. Paul, want to pick it up from there? Yes. Yeah. Let me make a comment first, Jess. (laughs) Well said. However, do you think that this man, Juan Mendez, is, is is ignorantly making these statements but uh, I, I thought I heard you say you researched him and you discovered, in fact, that he is a member. Yes? Yeah. Yes. So so he is not ignorantly doing these things. Everything that you're saying, he knows full well. Yeah. But he's doing these things in spite of the fact uh, he he this guy from his soul has basically uh, – I'm sure he was at one point baptized. I would, I'd be willing to bet money. He has become unbaptized. He has rejected Christ. And now he has joined the opposition and is beginning to attack Christ. This is their plan. This is, a, this is the satanic plan. Yep. Uh, they, pick, they, pick, they, picked, they picked another low-hanging fruit Catholic, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. And, and let's not forget that Hillary Clinton was exposed for her spirit cooking uh in the john podesta emails which is another satanic uh, it's a satanic ritual ritual yeah it's a mockery of the catholic mass yes and hillary clinton again yeah yeah we got high level people in here they've infiltrated they they've infiltrated politics most especially the democrat party absolutely yes 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 okay go ahead and pick it up from there The, the satanic temples rituals include readings that call for the renunciation of God, a mockery of God and Catholicism because Catholics renounce Satan at least once a year at Holy Mass. Amen to that. Male participants and audience members are encouraged to wear black hooded full length robes, but evening wear is also appropriate for spectators. Anthony Brigham, an assistant professor of theology at Emory University in Atlanta, explained that the general motivating principles of satanic groups is to parody Roman Catholic liturgy by demonstrating their opposition to Orthodox Christian beliefs and practices. The line between parody and mockery is a fuzzy one, and it is unclear to me on which side of the line they usually fall. He said of satanic groups in general, The goal seems to be to acquire some of the spiritual power and magic that they associate with Roman Catholic ritual transubstantiation. That is, for those obviously knows about transubstantiation, the transformation of the Eucharistic bread and wine into the body and blood of Christ. Brigham said, co-founder Adam Daniels, founder of satanic group called Dakma of Angra, Manu said the, these ceremonies take place before an altar like table before an altar like table where a woman in lingerie lies another concession to reflect the state's nudity laws <laughs> in other words the satanic black mass requires a young naked woman to be sprawled on the altar 
but they want to respect the, uh, the Oklahoma state's nudity laws. This is apparently from uh, someone who was commenting from Oklahoma. Um, these Satanists are the most indecent, vile, profane, vulgar religion in this country. These actions should not be tolerated in the name of religion. And to think that a sitting Democrat senator participates in all of these dark, vile practices. A Satanist group unveiled a state design it hopes to put at the Oklahoma State Capitol. The culmination of the event comes when the Dakma of Angra Manu deacons and priests stomp on on the, in this case, unconsecrated host and spit on it. This gets me fired up just reading this. Shit. Adam Daniels will wear profane costumes, use explicit language, and desecrate the fake host, which Catholics believe is a form of the resurrected Christ. Professor, yes, we do believe that. We don't believe it's a form of the resurrected Christ. We believe it is the resurrected Christ in yeah. sacramental form. Exactly. Uh, Professor Brigham said that in other instances, he has heard the reports. Okay, let me jump in. I guess Paul is uh, having a little bit of technical difficulties. It doesn't doesn't surprise me. Of the press and public. Adam okay. Daniels we, said, yeah. We missed you for about uh, 10 seconds. Go, ahead and go, go back about 10 seconds. Go back to it. Okay. Go ahead. So let's go back to um, Daniel said organizers will wear profane costumes, use explicit and desecrate the fake hosts, which Catholics believe is a form of the resurrected Christ, Brigham said, uh, that in other instances, he has heard the reports of ritualistic practices of sex, bloodletting and sacrifice. But it is unclear to me how how much. These reports are hyperbole designed to capture the attention of the press and public. Adam Daniels said the Oklahoma City ceremony will wrap up with a satanic exorcism intended to draw the Holy Spirit from the followers body, which which contrasts with traditional exorcisms that are designed to expel the devil from the individual as if they could draw the Holy Spirit from anybody, Jess. Yeah. This is the big joke. But here's the thing. As you know, we must cooperate with the grace of God. And so if an individual willingly consents to such uh, a ritual as this, then, right. then, the whole, then he is resisting the Holy Spirit of God, and the Holy Spirit of God will allow him to... Uh, to make his free choice. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, here's, here's, go ahead and the way, uh, read the last paragraph the way, uh, the way I ended it. Go ahead. It says, my question yeah. to you. My, yeah. My question to you, which one of, which one of these practices that I have listed and that you have no doubt participated in is congruent with American traditional values, which are, the United States is built on a foundation of three unique values or ideas. The three ideas can be called the American Trinity. It's printed on our coins. One nation under God, liberty and e pluribus union, which uh, uh, unum uh, for, many, for many one, a person of any race or religion can be an American so long as he accepts these three ideas. 
burning an American flag, ripping a Bible, worshiping Satan, and all these practices I documented are not consistent with American values. No nation can abuse God's laws and survive. Amen. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen as his heritage. My uh, my Juan Mendez, please I, I read meant, the mis- words. I meant to say mister, so yeah, it was my bad typo. Gotcha, Mr. gotcha. Gotcha. I, I like my mind, Mr. Juan Mendez. <laughs> Please read the words in the following American hymns. Uh, America, my country, tis of thee. The battle hymns of the Republic. America, the beautiful. The star-spangled banner. God bless America. There is no mention of Satan in any of these American patriotic hymns. Matter of fact, they would have been run out with pitchfork, Jess, if they would have uh, tried that back then. <laughs> Finally, a Mexican. Uh, uh, I tell you, what runs through my veins in every fiber of my being is that Viva Cristo Rey, love me, Christ the King. If you're a Mexican American descent, you betray these distractions. We'll be back. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. Paul, uh, we uh, we weren't able to hear the very end, the last sentence that I had mentioned. Uh, what was the last sentence I mentioned to uh, Democrat Senator Juan Mendez? Uh, where I talked about uh, he's betrayed Mexicans. <laughs> Read that again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. what did I say? Finally, finally as a Mexican-American, I'll tell you what runs through my veins and, and in every fiber of my being, and that is this. Viva Cristo Rey. Long live Christ the King. If you are Mexi- of Mexican descent, you have betrayed us with these despicable actions. <laughs> Jess, I'm I'm no. laughing, I'm laughing, but at the same time, at the same time, uh, because you basically you shamed him. But here's the reality: I don't believe people like him uh, are easily shamed, I, and I don't believe this is an accident by him. I don't believe he's so ignorant that he just, uh, you know, decided to promote uh, this satanic uh, religion. And here's what I'll say, Jess. And we say this all the time, and I'm, I'm going to wrap it up with these comments on this. Okay, go ahead. There is yeah. an organized, is an organized um, uh, attack on society. Okay, absolutely. And yes. Yep. It, the truth is, the truth of the matter is, there is one God, and with one God, there is one religion. Guess what? Yes. Because God is the one who founded that religion. If that that offends you, I'm sorry that I'm being offensive, but guess what? If you're offended, then you need to be offended because the, the mandate that Christ gave was to go out and make disciples of men and teach them all that he commanded, and that was to go out and take over society, to convert a pagan world, and that's what the church has done. And yep. systematically, go, go ahead, Jess. As the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4, there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and I'll add there's one religion and one church, period. One, right. one, one, That's one. That's right. Yep. That's right. 
And so, so the idea that man can separate himself and be free to do whatever he wants, that is the freedom of Satan. That is Luciferianism. That is this idea, this false brotherhood that's trying to link sinful sons of Adam. Notice I said sinful sons of Adam. That is those sons of Adam who have separated themselves, who have been banished from the Garden of Eden and who have no relationship with God. This is the... These ideas are what's being promoted through Freemasonry, through this satanic cult, through any any religion other than the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. Absolutely. Let's move on, switch gears to Hollywood and see what they're up to now. Hollywood's latest Christian bashing projects called the Book of Clarence. It props up the nation of Islam rhetoric. Hollywood never tires of insulting Christians. Nope. In the latest project from musician Jay-Z, who, by the way, he's an occultist, okay? He's a, he's a, he's a disciple of Marina Abramovic, who's a high-level Satanist and who, who disciples the rich and famous. Jay-Z is an acolyte of Marina Abramovic. It says yep. here, so in the pro, musician Jay-Z and director James Samuel, the Book of Clarence provides an alternate biblical history that is both blasphemous and racially divisive. The film is set in Jerusalem in 33 AD, which is depicted as overwhelmingly black. Clarence is a pot-smoking drug dealer and schemer trying to escape debt from a brutal loan shark. Seeing the rise of Jesus Christ, Clarence tells people he's a true Messiah in order to get people to give him money to get out of trouble. During Clarence's messianic rise, the film attacks traditional Christian beliefs, suggesting that white people have corrupted history and the writings of the Bible Hence, why Clarence's story has not been told. The mm. film also amplifies divisive forces such as Black Lives Matter and the Nation of Islam. The main character name, Clarence, mirrors that of Clarence Edward Smith, a.k.a. Clarence 13 times, or 13x, the founder of the 5% Nation of Islam. Mm. Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan, a well-known anti-Semite, has compared white people to Satan and posits that the purpose of the white man is the same as Satan's with God. They got a they got an official trailer there. I don't want to you know you can watch it on your own if you want. It says imagine growing up and believing that Christianity is a religion of the white man, aka the slave owner. This will leave some jaded and hateful feelings about Jesus Christ as a savior of the world. Now imagine adding these jaded feelings to ridiculous beliefs such as God as God being a black man, the black man being God, and white man. Uh, being the devil's offspring of a failed black scientist. Now imagine Sony giving those racist beliefs a $40 million budget, and this is how we got the book of Clarence. Paul, yeah. th 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 there we go once again. Uh, the satanic woke Hollywood left uh, engaged in what we call revisionist history, okay? Yeah. which means lies. Yeah. Okay, revisionist yep. history. And number two, stoking up racial wars. Yeah, surprise, again. surprise, Hollywood's at it again. Yeah, listen, listen, Jess. Um, uh, no surprise. Excuse me, I'm not in my mind. Yeah. Uh, there's no surprise here that Hollywood is doing this. Very intent. Intent. Wow. Why are they doing this dividing, this whole theme of racial division, this ethnocentric idea that 
that somehow Jesus and and I have friends, Jess, who who have told me, uh, you know, I, I'll send them a picture of, of of our Lord, and they'll say, "Oh, that's your God," uh, you know. And I'm mm. like, "Yeah, he's a, that. That's an artist's representation of him, absolutely." And and I and I try to I try to emphasize to them, look. Don't get caught up on what color the picture of Jesus is. God is spirit, and the spirit hath not flesh and bone. And I said, yes. Uh, but the but the reality is, when when God entered into human history, He came as a Jew. So He wasn't come as a white Anglo-Saxon. He came as a Jew. But the reality is, they don't get it. They are so easily sidetracked and so easily they're so focused on this world where where this world wants to divide them at every, you know, at every point, the world wants to divide them at every point. Go ahead, Jess. Yeah, uh, that's right. I'm looking at some of the comments here on the bottom of this article. Some are very interesting. Here is one. When was the last time that Hollyweird actually made a decent film that normal people wanted to watch? Hmm. Here's another comment. Not lately. Yeah. Here's another comment. Hollywood and the entertainment industry as a whole are a mirror of the morality of people who make up society. You cannot walk down the path of evil and expect good things to come of it. The entire message of the gay movement was they just wanted to have the right to marry. That was a lie. Now we're fighting yep. over it's okay for biological males, identifying as yep. girls, can go into girls' bathrooms. I'm telling you right now, they won't stop until, until they're trying to mainstream pedophilia. We're dangerously close to God judging America and when it comes, it will be horrible. Here's another comment. This is, I like this comment. It says, um, who controls Hollywood? Uh, this is a good one. I'm, I'll, I'll save this one. Who controls Hollywood? Uh, one of the people that's posting and commenting. He says, Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer Metro CEO, Jeffrey Salk, Jew. Walt Disney mm -hmm. Company CEO, Robert Iger, Jew. Paramount CEO, Brian Robbins, Jew. Warren Brothers CEO, Michael DeLuca, Jew. Paramount Global Chairwoman, Sherry Redstone, Jew. Netflix creator, Mark Randolph, Jew. Apple Chairman, Arthur D. Levinson, Jew. Comcast Corporation CEO, Brian L. Roberts, Jew. <laughs> Then the person now, Jess, hold on, but hold on, lest anybody the, say that somehow we're we're being anti-Semitic here. And I'm, I know just reading, just I'm just reading. I'm just reading what's. I'm just reading what's the right, comments, and right, and, and right. it's a fact. It's a fact. It is a fact, and here's here's the situation. Let's let's again let's understand what's going on with the Jewish people. According to the Book of Romans, Paul said uh, they have a spirit of stupor, eyes that see not, and ears that hear not. Why? Correct. Because they were the ones who rejected their Messiah. And so they are under the curse of the covenant that they violated. Uh, is that a permanent thing? No. God's, uh, Paul says, you know, God is faithful to keep his promises. But know that they lack spiritual discernment. So, and there are some, as you know, Jess, that say that the actual Antichrist will be a Jew. There are some scholars that say that. I'm not... Uh, it's, it's actually uh, church fathers. Actually, some of the church fathers say that. <laughs> They're scholars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I'm, Paul, when, when I read this, 
there's not a whole lot of diversity in who controls Hollywood. And the second point that I'm going to make, I wouldn't mind if all these CEOs, if they were Jew, if they were believing Jews that believed in Christ, like, yeah, Peter, right. Paul, you know, Thomas, yeah. Andrew. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love it. But we're talking about, yep. we're talking about unbelieving Jews. And I'll tell yes. you what, I'll tell you what Jesus Christ, our Lord calls unbelieving Jews uh, in the book of Revelation that reject his messianic claims, he calls them the synagogue of Satan. Yep. That, that's what he yep. called them. And yep. so I find yep. this list because I've always wanted to find this list. People, I've, I've heard people say, Jews run Hollywood. Well, I don't care who runs Hollywood. I want to know if people of faith run Hollywood. Well, no. Now I finally got the list. It was in this article. Here's the big shots that run Hollywood, and they're not people of faith. They're not even people. Yeah. They don't even embrace their Jewish faith, Paul. They don't. No, 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 no. They're they're Harvey Weinstein type Jews. Yes. Yeah. They're they're, se yeah. they're secular. They're they're secular Jews. Yeah. Okay? Yes. They're not. And so it doesn't. Re so really, in reality, it doesn't matter their ethnicity. If you're not for Christ, then you are against Him. And see, these guys are playing right into the hands of Satan. Why? Because they lack the mind of Christ. Sacred Scripture tells us just that we given the mind of Christ. Why? This is why uh, that, that we can draw together and understand uh, the things of God because he has given us his very mind. I think Harvey Weinstein, uh, again, I forgot what he was a CEO from, but the fact of the matter is all of this, this list here just reminds me of what Christ says about, called the synagogue of Satan. Those are unbelieving yes. Jews and uh Here's the list. Here's Exhibit A. We'll be back. Stick around. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Now we're going from uh, the, the school of darkness to the school of light. I want to talk to you about two incredible saints... One of them, the first one I want to talk about is St. Josephine Bakita. And then I want to yes. talk to you about St. Julian the Hospitaller. I mean, the, these are the Catholic Church has thousands and thousands and thousands of people like this, this type of caliber that were completely in love with God and that walked the walk and talked the talk amidst persecution. So St. Josephine Bakita. On February 8th, the church commemorated the life of St. Josephine Bakita. She was a nun, a Canosian sister who was kidnapped and sold into slavery in Sudan, in a Muslim country. Josephine Bakita was born in 1869 in a small village in Darfur region of Sudan. She was kidnapped while working in the fields with her family and subsequently sold into slavery. Her captors asked her for her name, but she was too terrified to remember, so they named her Bakita, which means fortunate in Arabic. And her captors were Muslims, by the way. Retrospectively, Bakita was very fortunate, but the first years of her life do not necessarily attest to it. She was tortured by her various owners who branded her, beat her, and cut her. Yeah, her, her, uh, her Muslim owners. We, I need to mention in her biography, she notes one particularly terrifying moment 
when one of her masters cut her 114 times and poured salt in her wounds to ensure that the scars remained. Bakita said, I felt I was going to die at any moment, especially when they, when they rubbed me with the salt. She bore her suffer valiantly, though she did not know Christ or, redempt, or the redemptive nature of suffering. She also had a certain awe for the world and its creator. <clears throat> Bakita said, seeing the moon and the stars, I said to myself, who could be the master of these beautiful things? And I felt the great desire to see him, to know him, and to pay him homage. After being sold a total of five times from one Muslim to another, Bakita was purchased by Callisto Legnani, the Italian consul in Khartoum, the capital of Sudan. Two years later, he took Bakita to Italy to work as a nanny for his colleague, Augusto Michelli. He in turn sent Bakita to accompany his daughter to a school in Venice run by the Canosian sisters. Bakita felt called to learn more about the church and was baptized with the name Josephine Margaret. In the meantime, Michele wanted to take Josephine and his daughter back to Sudan, but Josephine refused to return. Go ahead and pick it up from there, Paul. Says the disagreement. Yeah, the disagreement escalated and was taken to the Italian courts where it was ruled that Josephine could stay in Italy because she was a free woman. Slavery was not recognized in Italy, and it had been also legal in Sudan since before illegal, Josephine illegal. had been born. It was illegal. Yeah, illegal. illegal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, illegal in Sudan since before Josephine was born. Josephine remained in Italy and decided to enter the Canosians in 1893. She made her profession in 1896 and was sent to northern Italy where she dedicated her life to her community and teaching others to love God. She was known for her smile, gentleness, and holiness. And I like this line, Jess. She even went on record saying, if I were to meet the slave trade, if I were to meet the slave traders who kidnapped me and even those who tortured me, I would kneel and kiss their hands. For if that did not happen, I would not be a Christian and religious today. What a perspective, Jess. What a perspective yeah. to understand that what the devil is meaning for evil, to try to torture this poor woman, she understood that it was that chain of events that led her to embracing Christ and to hear the hear the goodness of God. If she had not been a slave, she would have never gone to, uh, to um, Italy and she would have never been exposed to the truth of God. Yeah, the last paragraph says St. Josephine was beatified in 1992, canonized shortly after on October 2000 by Pope John Paul II. She is the first person to be canonized from Sudan and is the patron saint of the country. Uh, St. Yes. Bakita, pray for us. For us. St. Yes, Josephine yes. Bakita, pray for us. Paul, you want, yeah. to, want to share about St. Julian the Hospitaller? Yeah, uh, Let's see where we're at here. St. Julian the Hospitaller. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick it up. Tell me when you get there. St. Yeah. Julian the Hospitaller, or the poor man, came from a wealthy, noble family in the early 4th century and is a popular saint in Western Europe. Are you there? You got it? No. Second paragraph. Jess. I don't have the article in front of me. A according to a legend, while Julian was a baby, he was cursed to one day kill his own parents. His father wanted him killed, but his mother kept him alive. 
when he was old enough to learn of the curse, he left his family to preserve their safety. While he was hunting, his mother and father made an unexpected visit to his castle. His wife gave them one of the best rooms. He received a vision from the devil that his wife was in his bed with another man. And he returned home to kill whoever was in his bed. When Julian returned from his hunt and saw the two figures in bed, he assumed it was his wife with a lover. In a jealous rage, Julian killed his mother and father. Mm. Julian was so horrified upon learning the truth that he swore to devote the remainder of his life to good works. He and his wife then undertook a pilgrimage to a distant country where he established a hospital. The hospital was near a river that was frequently crossed by people prompted to travel by the Holy Crusades. People frequently drowned crossing this river, so Julian took responsibility of ferrying travelers across and tending to the sick. One night, the devil vandalized his house and blaming it on those he helped, Julian said that he would never house anyone else ever again. God showed up at his door asking for help and he denied him. It reminds me of that passage in the book of Hebrews, Paul, uh, Hebrews 13, mm-hmm. where it says, you know, watch out the way you treat, you better watch the way you treat a stranger. You may be entertaining an angel. The article says, after recognizing God, he retracted his statement and decided to help all those who needed it once again. One night, thieves came into their hospital and killed Julian and his wife in the same way Julian had killed his mother and father. Mm -hmm. There were great miracles without end in that place and land, recounts, recounts the legend, so that many, as it pleased God, their bodies were brought to Briod friends St. Julian is considered the, the patron of ferrymen, innkeepers, and circus performers. St. Julian the Hospitaller, pray for us. Paul? Yeah, Jess, listen, once again, I like the fact that when we study the lives of the saints, we see that they didn't live these pristine lives that were absent from any yeah. suffering. As a matter of fact, we, we, as we always say on, on this program, suffering perfects love. And why does God allow evil? Why does he allow the suffering in order to bring about a great? And so for these people, it meant their sainthood. It, their suffering, their immense suffering that they suffered caused them to draw closer to God. And that's what we need to recognize in this world today. This world is filled with suffering. And if you just suffer and think, well, that's just uh, and, and allow that to cause you to uh, find any other consolation other than God, then how sad what, what the devil means for evil. God means for good. Jess. that's right. Amen. Just a reminder that tomorrow's uh, tomorrow's Ash Wednesday. Remember, the Bible says yeah. in Genesis three nineteen. Remember, man, you are dust, and to dust you will you return. return. Yep. yep. Ash Wednesday, Amen. It's a, for us as Catholics, it's a 40-day it's a period of pen, penance, a spiritual examination, fasting. Yes. And, and this yes. is observed by the Christians, by Christians worldwide. And by the way, when somebody sees you with ashes on your forehead, just remind them that this is very biblical. In the Old Testament, the way the Jews would demonstrate that they were repenting. When they repented, they would have to take ashes. They would sit in public 
Yeah, they would sit in public and they would throw ashes up in the air and when it would land on their head. Uh, you see that yeah. you see this in Esther chapter four, verse one and three, Job 40, 42, verse six, Jeremiah six twenty six. Uh, the people of the Old Testament, they used ashes as a sign of mourning and ashes also for the Jews are, are a symbol of, of death and of nothingness. And also it's uh, ashes are a symbol of our helplessness and total dependence on God. And the reason we put ashes on the forehead is we see in the Old Testament. The Old Testament tells us that ashes were placed on people's foreheads during times of fasting and prayer and, and, and repentance in uh, 2 Samuel chapter 13, verse 19. And we also yes. know that our Lord Jesus Christ, he's the one that showed us Lent. He's the one that performed the first Lent. Uh, in Matthew chapter 4, verse 2, he went for 40 days and nights and prayed and fasted in the desert. So Jesus Christ was the person who gave us the first Lent. Uh, Elijah also practiced Lent, 40 days of, of, of praying and fasting. Moses also practiced Lent in the book of Exodus 24. This is part of the patrimony of the Jewish prophets, of our Lord Jesus Christ and his Catholics. We are in, a, we are in good company following the, the monastic ascetical practices of the Old Testament prophets and our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul? Yes, I just want to encourage people to move beyond that outward sign and, and make the reality of this holy season of Lent a, a, a good preparation to, uh, as we celebrate uh, uh, the, the greatest holy day of the year coming up in the Catholic Church, and that is Easter Sunday. When, when Christ rises from the dead. And, uh, and as we look forward to his return, Jess, that we understand that he will vanquish all his enemies. All of these things that we just talked about today, Jess, they mean really nothing in the end because Christ will return. And that's what we, 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 we mentioned in the creed. He will come again in glory to judge. All of those people will be under his judgment. Let's make sure that we're not under that judgment of God. Let us make sure that all of these signs and all of these things bring us to a saving faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Remember the, 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 the battle hymn of the Crusaders back in the Middle Ages against the Muslim invaders. They would, they would sing, Christus vinci, Christus reinat, Christus emperat, which means... Christ conquers, Christ reigns, Christ commands. All right, we'll see you next time. Same Christ time, same Christ channel. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in to Jesus 911. Keep the faith. Bishop Strickland up next, America's Bishop. Stay tuned.